0: Tonight, the tragedies in Texas, including a massacre at a crowded shopping mall, the new information tonight about the victims, the heroes who saved lives, and the gunman's possible neo-Nazi beliefs. Here are tonight's headlines. A typical Saturday at the mall turns to panic, as we learn the shooter was terminated from the army for mental health issues. It was at least 50 to 100 rounds. It was nonstop. New charges after a man allegedly rams his SUV over migrants at a bus stop. Investigators looking into whether it was intentional. Protesters demand justice for Jordan Neely. The man choked to death on a New York City subway.
3: The transportation department is creating new rules requiring airlines to compensate passengers if they are stranded for reasons within the carrier's control. Your time matters. Impact on your life
4: matters.
0: The beginning of our series, Moms in Focus, ahead of Mother's Day, how doulas are helping black women into motherhood. How do you think you would feel if you did not have your doula?
5: A lot more concerned and a lot less like calm about what's going on.
0: Meet Me in the Pouring Rain. Taylor Swift performs until 2 a.m. for tens of thousands of fans.
4: I come not to be served, but to serve.
0: And a king's coronation, decades in the making. God save
4: the king. God save the king.
0: Good evening and thank you for joining us as we start a new week together. We want to begin tonight with another community reeling from one of the nation's latest mass shootings. This time it was in the Dallas suburb of Allen, Texas. The routine weekend activity of shopping at as a family shattered by a gunman's rampage. At least eight people were killed, including three children. Seven others were injured. We want to take a moment to remember the victims, a 23-year-old mall security guard and a 26-year-old engineer from India, two parents and their three-year-old child were killed while their six-year-old was seriously hurt, and two elementary school sisters were killed while shopping with their mother, who was critically injured. Investigators haven't revealed the motive, but the ADL says that the 33-year-old shooter embraced anti-Semitism, violent misogyny, and white supremacy. And tonight, we're learning the shooter had heavy firepower, seven guns with him, two on him and five in his car. CBS's Omar Villafranca is at the scene and starts us off tonight from Allen, Texas. Good evening, Omar.
4: Good evening. Despite the shooter's violent and racist views, investigators haven't said for sure if that was a motivation for the attack. We also talked to survivors who described what it was like trying to save victims who were dying. We want to warn you, what they told us was graphic, but they want people to hear it because it's the truth and they want the mass shootings to stop. Saturday, just after 3.30 p.m., A gray car drives up to the Allen Premium Outlets Mall. The door opens and the shooter immediately starts firing dozens of rounds at shoppers from an AR style rifle. I've got victims. We need an ambulance. The gunman only stops when a police officer who happened to be at the mall shoots and kills him. Police have identified him as 33 year old Mauricio Garcia. CBS News has learned he enlisted in the army in 2008. But did not finish basic training and was terminated after three months due to physical or mental conditions. Garcia later worked as an armed and licensed security guard and passed a background check. This video shows the chaos and reality of a mass shooting for survivors. Thank you. It was a war zone there. There's no other way to describe it. Army veteran Stephen Spainhauer tried to help the victims and describes the gruesome scene. I did a quick compression on his chest and he spit blood up and then he looked at me and his eyes just went straight fixed. Navy veteran Joshua Barnwell says volunteers grabbed anything to make tourniquets and stop the victims from bleeding. There was an atrocious amount of blood and that's when I noticed the first small child and was not 100% sure of her condition. Tonight we're also learning more about those who were killed. Christian LaCour, a security officer at the mall, Ashwarya Thadakhanda, an engineer from India. Two young sisters, Daniela and Sophia Mendoza. Their mother was critically injured. And Cindy, Q, and their three-year-old son, James Cho. The only surviving member of the family is their six-year-old son, William. The memorial for the victims behind me keeps growing as people come by to stop, mourn, and pray. There are two more vigils scheduled tomorrow for the victims. Nora.
0: Omar Franca, thank you. From one horrific tragedy in Texas to another, this one in the border town of Brownsville. Police have charged the driver of an SUV with multiple felonies, including aggravated assault, after he slammed into a group of migrants outside a shelter on Sunday. CBS's Nicole Skanga reports eight people were killed and at least 10 others injured.
6: This was the moment an SUV plowed into a crowd of migrants in Brownsville, Texas, turning this bus stop into a crime scene. The driver ran a red light and struck 18 people, killing eight. Horrific. It was terrible. The bodies were all over the place. This video shows onlookers confronting the driver, 34-year-old George Alvarez, after the incident.
4: The driver of the vehicle attempted to flee the scene after impact but was held down by several individuals.
6: Police say the suspect is a Brownsville resident with a long arrest record and seven convictions. Today, he was charged with 18 felony counts, including manslaughter. Investigators are waiting on a toxicology report and trying to determine whether the crash was intentional. Among the victims, Venezuelan asylum seekers.
4: The migrants that were there as well, some of them were paramedics, they responded.
6: Angel Cavarca Mesa was on his way to reunite with his mother. His cousin tells us they were planning to move to New York to start a life in America. Back at the scene, a growing memorial to honor the lives lost.
4: Overall, there's a lot of people that are grieving and we need to keep them in our thoughts.
6: Brownsville is a city on edge. Police tell us a man wielding a gun outside the shelter was taken into custody late today. This is a developing story in a community already grieving. Nora,
0: Nicole Skanga, thank you. More news on the border tonight, where the pandemic era immigration policy known as Title 42 ends this week. Officials are warning of a surge of migrants. CBS's Manuel Bohorcas reports the wave of asylum seekers will put a further strain on many border cities.
3: The influx of migrants is only expected to grow by the time Title 42 ends on Thursday. Officials estimate 11 to 13,000 a day may arrive along the entire southern border. Texas Governor Greg Abbott deployed nearly 600 more National Guard troops today.
4: They will be deployed to hot spots along the border to intercept, to repel, and to turn back migrants who are trying to enter Texas
3: illegally. Abbott and other top Republicans have said ending Title 42 will encourage illegal immigration. The COVID-era policy allowed for the quick expulsion of most migrants on public health grounds, but that emergency has ended. On a recent visit to the Rio Grande Valley, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said the administration has prepared for the end of Title 42, planning to stiffen penalties for illegal crossings and establishing additional legal avenues for asylum seekers.
7: At the same time, we will deliver consequences for individuals who arrive at our southern border irregularly.
3: But right now, some border cities and many of their shelters are overwhelmed, like this one in Laredo, Texas.
7: These groups are the ones that decided to launch themselves and decide that they'd have better odds by coming before May the 11th.
3: The Biden administration is sending 1,500 active duty military personnel to the border, some arriving starting Wednesday to serve in a support capacity, meaning they will not directly interact with migrants. Nora.
0: Manuel Bohorquez, thank you. Jury deliberations begin tomorrow in the civil case brought by a former L. magazine columnist who says former President Donald Trump raped her in a department store dressing room nearly 30 years ago. In closing arguments today, E. Jean Carroll's attorney refuted Trump's claim that she wasn't his type, telling the jury that the former cheerleader and Miss Indiana University was exactly his type. Trump never showed up for the trial. His lawyer called the accusation a work of fiction. Outrage is intensifying over the death of a man who was homeless on a New York City subway. Today, lawyers for the family of Jordan Neely demanded that Daniel Penny, a 24-year-old Marine veteran, be arrested for putting Neely in a chokehold after witnesses say he was threatening other passengers. Here's CBS's Nancy Chen. (laughs) Justice for
2: Jordan Neely was the demand by more than 100 demonstrators who stormed a Manhattan subway station this weekend, leading to a dozen arrests. Today marks a week since witnesses say Neely was acting erratically on the train, screaming about being hungry and tired. The 30-year-old homeless man had a history of mental illness. Video shows Marine veteran Daniel Penny with Neely in a chokehold for more than three minutes as at least one onlooker warns it could be fatal. Neely was pronounced dead at the hospital. His death ruled a homicide.
4: I think what happened is things got really out of control. And I think it really was a horrible, horrible accident. But horrible accidents sometimes can turn into a manslaughter.
2: Penny was questioned and released. Lawyers for the 24-year-old New Yorker say Daniel never intended to harm Mr. Neely and could not have foreseen his untimely death.
3: Jordan was a, a loving person.
2: A Neely family attorney says Penny needs to be held accountable.
3: So justice immediately means an arrest and letting Daniel Penny have a day in court where he tries to prove that none of this is what we all know it to be, a murder.
2: Sources tell CBS News a grand jury could convene as early as this week to determine if Penny should be criminally charged. Police say they've increased patrols here at the subway station, but mental health
0: advocates are pushing for more resources as well. Nora. Nancy Chen, thank you. Back here in Washington, the Biden administration announced a new plan to have airlines compensate passengers for preventable flight disruptions. Now, this includes delays and cancellations not caused by storms. And as CBS's Nancy Cordes reports, you could get cash.
8: When a cancellation is the airline's fault, the president says they should have to pay up. You deserve to be fully compensated. Your time matters. Impact on your life matters. Today, he vowed to roll out new rules by the end of the year, requiring airlines to cover things like rebooking fees, hotel stays, ground transportation and meal vouchers when weather is not to blame. Well, this is about transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg the says the government may not stop there. So is there a possibility you could require the airlines to give people cash?
4: That's absolutely uh, something that uh, could happen under this proposed rule.
8: He pointed to the European Union, which now requires airlines to pay passengers between 250 and 600 euros for avoidable delays. These rules are unnecessary. U.S. carriers pushed back today, arguing they'll just have to pass those new costs onto customers. Ticket prices will go up, plain and simple. That's what happened in Europe. That's what will happen here. The 10 largest airlines do now guarantee meals and free rebooking when delays are their fault. Nine of them also cover hotel stays. Airlines say they're already doing some of this voluntarily, that you don't need to make a rule.
4: I guess I would say if they're already doing this, then they shouldn't mind us making a rule.
8: One big question here is who exactly would determine when delays are the airline's fault? Think back to December when the Southwest Airlines scheduling system melted down. 17,000 flights had to be canceled. But it was a winter storm that started that chain reaction. So these things can be tricky to parse, Nora.
0: Nancy Cordes, thank you. Now to a new series called Moms in Focus, leading up to Mother's Day. The racial disparities in maternal health continues to be a problem nationwide, and now one organization is trying to help. CBS's Elise Preston takes a look at a service in Los Angeles that's providing black women with a doula. That's a trained professional to guide them through the birthing process.
5: Breathe in to... Carrie Bernans is counting down to when she and her partner Jeremy welcomed their first child, a baby boy. The healthy expectant mother feared she would have to deliver at just 24 weeks. After having some early contractions, she says doctors misdiagnosed her with an open cervix. That was just like unnecessary and it was just hard. Bernuns, who felt her concerns over medications she was prescribed were being ignored, switched doctors and got a doula through Frontline Doulas, a community program that provides free access to care for Black mothers in Los Angeles.
1: I also wanted a Black woman too. I wanted someone that can understand me, understand what I was going through, understand my body.
5: According to the CDC, Black women in the U.S. are nearly three times more likely to die from pregnancy complications than white women. Contributing factors include health inequities, mistreatment, and underlying chronic conditions. Doula Felicia Francis Edwards fights to improve those outcomes by advocating for families and providing physical, emotional, and informational support. If I could tell you how many times women who signed up for the program said to me the reason they wanted to do the program because they thought they were going to die. According to studies, mothers who use doulas are less likely to require a C-section or use pain medication, and their babies are less likely to have a low birth weight. But doula services can cost upwards of $5,000, and most aren't covered by insurance. How do you think you would feel if you did not have your doula?
1: I don't want to think about that. (laughs) I probably would feel a bit more lost for sure.
5: Bernan says now that she's found her doula, She's ready for delivery. Elise Preston, CBS News, Los Angeles.
0: And we're going to continue our series, Moms in Focus, tomorrow with a story about a library system in Virginia that's helping parents connect with their children in a new way, all ahead of Mother's Day. Well, two weeks before the end of the school year, teachers in Oakland remain on strike. We'll tell you what they're demanding, aside from a raise. That's next.
6: Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira.
9: Temp check. Time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply.
0: More than 3,000 teachers and other workers in the Oakland public school system have taken their labor strike into a second week. Schools remain open with office staffers supervising the roughly 34,000 students. Teachers are demanding not only better pay, but more rights to advocate for the needs of students. There are only two weeks left in Oakland's school year. Swifties were singing in the rain. We'll take you to the epic storm soaked sing along next. A lightning and rain couldn't stop Taylor Swift from giving 70,000 fans in Nashville the show of their wildest dreams.
6: He was everything you had.
0: Her Sunday night show was delayed by almost four hours, so Swifties were ready for it. When the star took the stage, all fans had to do was stay to get a 45-song marathon sing-along that wrapped up at nearly 2 a.m. Just incredible. King Charles III formally ascends to the throne with a ceremony and party 70 years in the making. That's next.
1: Let's talk about My mochi Ice Cream. Why? gluten-free, perfectly portioned, and only around 90 calories per piece. Taste the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream today. Find My Mochi at Walmart or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Thanks to ADT, our presenting sponsor.
9: When it comes to protecting what matters most, your home and the people you love, it's probably not the best time to test out the latest trending fad. Go with what's tried and true. No one does it better than a leader of the home security category ADT. ADT systems now feature Google Nest products to help keep your home safer and smarter. Check in on your home and manage your security system from virtually anywhere. Their latest technology features everything from motion sensors to Google Nest cams and Nest doorbells. With no long-term contracts for self-setup systems, you can get intelligent alerts customized to your daily routine. With tailored packages or build-your-own options, ADT makes it easy to install their smart home security system. Leave it up to the ADT pros or do it yourself. No heavy-duty tools needed. Protecting your home shouldn't be complicated, and ADT makes finding that peace of mind simple. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Google and Nest Cam are trademarks of Google LLC. ADT.
0: Brilliantly safe. Finally tonight, the coronation of King Charles III was full of royal tradition and more than 1,000 years of history. CBS's Holly Williams reports there were also some modern-day touches. King Charles
7: waited for this moment for 70 years. St. Edward's crown, weighing nearly five pounds, was finally lowered onto his head. God save the king! The new heir to the throne, Prince William, swore an oath of loyalty.
8: So help me God.
7: The king's younger son, Prince Harry, was also there, in the third row back, along with the disgraced Prince Andrew. But Harry's wife, Meghan, stayed home in California. Another royal bride, Queen Camilla, once despised in this country as the third person in Charles and Diana's marriage, was also crowned. Some royal fans camped out for days to secure a view. The vast majority of people here support the monarchy but a growing number want a republic. They held a protest during the coronation and controversially, the police arrested some of them for breaching public order. But the coronation went off without a hitch. There's a new official portrait. And with some help from Katy Perry and Lionel Richie, the royal family celebrated with a concert at Windsor Castle. Holly Williams, CBS News,
0: London. And that does it for us. That is the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.
4: Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.